0: Good morning, friends. Hey, that was a half-hearted clap. Can we really give God a hand all right now? Well, good to see everyone here this morning. My name's Ryan. I'm the lead pastor, and it is great to finally be out of bed. I have been up in bed for six straight days, not feeling well at all. So thank you for your prayers and uh, man it's good to be back in church. I missed last Sunday, and it's so good. To see everyone here this morning, from those of you that call Radiant Life your church home, to those of you that are first-time guests, welcome, and we've got something special planned. I hope you've noticed the lobby's different and here's different, and uh, thanks for coming on No Excuse Sunday. And this has been about a year and a half process of where we've been as a church and where God is calling us as a church. So I want to welcome you all to a two-year initiative titled, Come Alive. Turn to your neighbor and say, Come Alive. Again, this has been on our hearts for about a year and a half now. We examined our growth. We've hired two different outside firms to look at our growth. We've hired Elevate Studio, which is an architectural firm, to come in and assess our building. We've hired Enjoy, um, Stewardship, stewardship, you got to be really careful with that word, Stewardship (laughs) Solutions, and they've done, wow, yeah, they've done, uh, what they did was a financial analysis on us for the last three, four years of where we've been as a church, and uh, we've had outsiders come in and just speak into our growth and what's happening and what God's doing. And one of my favorite verses that Jesus says in the Newer Testament, according to the book of John, uh, one of Jesus' favorite disciples, John, in John 10.10, 10, Jesus says this to a group of people, I have come that they may have what, friends? Fire. And have it to the what? full. Some translations say abundance. But the idea is that Jesus came to give life and to give it to the fullest so that you and I can live the life that Jesus died on the cross for us to live in abundance. Turn to your neighbor and say, live it fully. I want to celebrate because I believe God has been doing some things in the last two and a half years here at Radiant Life that this verse is coming into full picture for us. Many people are experiencing what Jesus says right here in John 10.10. So I want to celebrate over the last two and a half years what God has been doing at Radiant Life. I told First Service this. I'll tell you guys it. I expect us to be like a southern church that says amen a lot, all right? Yeah, there we go. Because if you don't say that, I think you don't get it. And then I have to repeat myself a hundred times, okay? So let's practice one more time. Amen? Amen? Hey, that's good right there. Over the last two and a half years, here's what God has been doing at Radiant Life. We've had 350 plus salvations in this facility. I can't, I cannot even put into words what that is, other than that's a movement of God. It ain't me. I'm a broken vessel. And I just think it's you guys inviting your lost friends to experience the good news of Jesus every Sunday. Every Sunday. Yep, see? That was good over here, whoever did that. That was good. We've not only seen that, but we've seen 213 baptisms in the last three, two and a half years. Those are people taking their next step in their faith, going public to say, hey, I've committed my life to Jesus and I am following him wherever. That is incredible. We've also seen marriages and families strengthen. Yes, we have seen some divorces within our church as well. But I'm going to tell you what, Radiant Life has also been a matchmaker for people. Like forget match.com or Harmony, eHarmony, whatever. Just come to Radiant Life, right? And we have had people connecting. You know what's been amazing, too, is we've had people on the brink of divorce with no hope come in and says, we've never done church, but this is our first time, and they've strengthened their marriage. We've had our Radiant Kids program on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights. We've had unchurched kids come and experience Jesus. They get so excited to come to church. Can you imagine that? People are excited to come to church. And we've had kids bring their unchurched moms and dads into this facility and get saved because of the kids program. I love teachers, but I live by the philosophy that kids ministry should not be like school. That it should be fun and people experience the fun and joy of Jesus. It's controlled chaos. That's what I like to call kids ministry, right? Controlled chaos. It's crazy. It's kind of, okay, more, more like semi-controlled chaos, all right? But it's there. Church ought to be fun for kids. We ought to reach the next generation. You and I, guess what? We're all going to pass away. It's those kids in the back that is the future of the church. We got to minister to those kids to be alive in Jesus. Not only that, but we have seen people being set free from addictions, past hurts, shame, and harmful lifestyles. About nine months ago, I had two crack pipes put on my desk. I have never done drugs in my life. I have never seen a crack pipe before. I had no idea what to do, so I'm like, I don't want my fingerprints on these things. (laughs) I go and get lunch lady gloves, and then I get three different bags and put these two crack pipes in it, and I went out to our dumpster. I, don't even, I didn't know what to do with them, and I started smashing them against our dumpster out there, threw them on the ground, and just started stomping on them. But the idea was these people were done with it. That's awesome. Now, don't put this on Facebook or Twitter, but I hope to have more crack pipes on my desk. You get the heart behind it, right? (laughs) Some of you got your phone out right now, dude. Totally going on. Right? It's awesome. We've been naming recognition for our rapid growth within our district. We are in the West Michigan District of the Wesleyan Church, 66 Wesleyan churches in West Michigan. Every year we get together for district conference. These 66 churches get together, and in the process, all their pastors and leaders and some delegates from churches show up. Last July, we were honored for four different awards within our district. We were honored for the most... uh, increase in salvations, increase in baptism, increase in attendance, and then we were honored for increasing in all three of those areas. And I had to go on stage four different times, and finally they're like, Ryan, just stay up on stage. More awards are coming your way. I went back to our team, got four different awards, and I gave it to our team who was there. I said, here you guys go. It's yours. And And I had one left, and I gave it to my wife, because without my wife I'm nothing. So I gave it to her and just said, here you guys, use it. Now, are you clapping because I said I'm nothing without my wife? It's, amen, really. All right. Oh, oh, no. You know what? We've also one of the fastest growing Wesleyan churches per capita in the nation is Radiant Life. That's pretty cool as well. Hey, we have grown to over six to 700 people for the weekend services. The last three weekends have been cruddy for us. The snow has been crazy. Sickness. We dropped down in the 500s. But we are up. Our largest attendance in November that we reached on a non-special Sunday, meaning it's not a holiday or anything like that, was 693 people that we've, we topped out at. And that's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. That's and we've almost tripled in attendance in the last two and a half years. I want to show you this attendance chart. This is average. 248, 300, 497, 660. That's what's happened in the last two and a half years. Here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid this number is going to start going down because we've maxed out all of our space. And people are going to come and say, you guys are just too, too full. I don't have a seat anymore. We got to do something, friends. I don't want to put a cringe on what, that's not even a word, maybe, I don't know, but um, I don't want to stop what God's doing here. And right now, our building is in the way of what God's doing. I believe this through and through. And one of my another favorite verses found in Luke 19:10, Jesus gives his mission statement, his purpose in life, and he refers to himself. As the Son of Man. It's his favorite term he uses for himself. In Luke 19:10, Jesus says this: For the Son of Man came to what? And the lost. That was his mission. He's telling everyone from the religious to the lost people in that area, I came to seek and save the lost. It's my mission. It's why your heavenly father sent me. And church, that was Jesus' mission. He assumed it would be ours as well. That if we consider ourselves to be followers of Jesus, we would take up his mission and go and seek and save the lost. And as a church, we're called and empowered to share the love of Jesus, heal the broken hearted, and set captives free. We must accept this mission. Amen. And here's what's so awesome about Jesus. He teaches in parables, which are just stories of modern day, that he can relate to the people. And he often talks about leaving the found to go after the lost. It's always leaving the 99 sheep, right? The found sheep that are already there. And he goes after the one that's lost. He left them to go after the one. Because Jesus' heartbeat is that there would be zero people away from his heavenly father. And it should be our heartbeat as well. That we must go out and seek and save lost people. If we ever make church about us, then we're doing it wrong. Because Jesus, who did he hang out with most? Sinners, Sinners, prostitutes, outsiders, every sinner he hung out with all the time. And what did the religious people do? Jesus, what are you doing hanging out with them? And he says, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, it's the sick that's why I came. Amen. Come on, church. Thank you. Someone's being, yeah, Monica. Yeah. Come on. You've got to come alive. Amen. Here's an, Yeah, I like that too. Here you go. Here's another thing about what we come with come alive. Is that I truly believe there are believers who have been attending churches for 20, 30, 40 years but still do not know who Jesus is. They are spiritually dead. And they don't even realize it. They're zombies. No, I have not been watching too much Walking Dead, but they're just spiritually, there's nothing there. They think this is just the right thing to do is just go and attend church and sit. And if we ever make it about attending a one-hour service a day, we've got our, our faith all wrong. Got it wrong, friends. And we have to come alive, and there are lost people who do not know Jesus that's got to come alive in him as well. That's our mission. That's our calling. So welcome to a two-year initiative called "Come Alive. Turn to your neighbor and say, come alive. "Come alive." It allows me to get a drink. All right, so, as I said, we had hired Elevate Studio which is an architectural firm that deals with ministry from Grand Rapids. hundreds and hundreds of churches. They came about 15 months ago and snuck in, and you had no idea who they were, and they went around and tried to um, determine what red zones are, meaning what are flags, where are you at max capacity. And you know what they said? You're maxed out everywhere. Your worship center's too small, your lobby's too small, and your kid's space is definitely too small, and your only one hallway back to the kids is a traffic jam on Sunday. And we said, yep, yes it is. So what they did is then they did a congregational workshop. If you were here about 15 months ago, they invited the, we invited everyone to show up, and we were in the gym, and about 80 of you attended. This was multi-generational. We broke up into 10 groups around 10 round tables, 80 people. Every table was multi-generational, from a kid to a teenager to a 30 to an 80-year-old around the table, and they asked us, what do you guys want to see if you had to expand your facility? What's getting in the way? What are characteristics you want to see? And they took your ideas and developed a plan for our building to expand so we can continue the momentum of what God's doing. So these designs are not my designs. I was at one of the eight tables. They're not my wife's designs. They are what you guys, the 80 people that were there, came up with. So what we have out in the lobbies, we have these renderings of what this Come Alive initiative is that you can check out. In about 10 minutes, you're going to get these bags that will also have these pictures I'm about to show you on the screen of where God is leading radiant life. Here is a big overview. And again, 10 minutes, you're going to get these pictures, okay? You're going to get these bags. This is an overview of what our future facility will look like and what God is doing here because we don't want to stop what God's doing because we can get in the way. And right now, our space is getting in the way. What we've done is they've obviously said... You're jam-packed in here. The walls are meant to blow out. We will expand our worship center, which will be awesome. We will expand our lobby. We will take the existing gym and add on and make that a kid's area. We will add uh, office space because before, before a couple months ago, you could have come into the church during the week and none of us staff know it. You could have been hiding in here or a dangerous person and we would have no idea and we come in and we get... Just something horrible can happen. We now have a policy where those doors are locked. You have to ring the doorbell to get in during the week for our safety. Unfortunately, that's the culture we live in today that we don't normally think of, but we have to be safe as a staff. And what this would allow is that during the week, the church will be closed, but you have to come through the office space first in order to get in for our safety. Does that make sense? Thank you, because that's our safety. Great job. All right. So this is expanded lobby and additional lobby. Right now, we've had so many people ask us, hey, can we do a women's class? Can we do a men's class? Can we do a parenting class? And I want to say, yes, yes, yes. But I want to say, where? (laughs) We have no space. So this is the existing uh, office space will be turned into four uh, adult education huge rooms now, and then the back kids space will be turned into the youth space with a full-size gymnasium. Here's again, you will get these pictures. Here's a bigger expansion of our worship center, and it will be expanded further out. So the stage will be back here. Back here would be a huge LED environmental screen, which will be awesome for teachings and giant maps and. Ah, it's everything a teaching pastor would love, and it's awesome, and that's their idea. This dashed line right here is where the current lobby is. We're going to expand it forward because one of the number one things we hear is we're so far off the road. We've got that long drive that comes in, and then it's all brick. Brick and brick can be intimidating. Elevate Studio said, we had no idea what we were getting into, but as soon as we walked into your lobby, it's like a whole different world compared to the outside. Our outside is beautiful. But one of the things that the church at the congregational workshop was we want to be more transparent so people can see in and feel, hey, that's not as intimidating. So we expand the lobby to two and a half size of what we have right there. It just gets blown out. Um, what else do I have? There's the office space now that turns into educational. We've got that little, this is where you used to get your coffee things or there's a little glass thing. It, we build another lobby. So now we have two big lobbies that go into the back. This will be the teens in a full-size gymnasium now. What's awesome about the full-size gymnasium is the middle school's been asking us if we can partner with them because they don't have an after-school program anymore. And we're like, yes, yes, we'll bust your kids or whatever. Just hold up, wait till we build this stuff so that the middle schoolers can come and experience something awesome and we can give them Jesus at the same time. We just want to give that to them. We've got some just some renderings. Um, they're a little pixelated on these screens, but when you get your bags, it'll be uh, more clear. And then, again, out in the lobby, we have some of these renderings for you. This right here is the would be the look of the ex- existing, the new lobby. See all the glass? Just clear and transparent. So at night, if they're coming down the road, you can see into Radiant Life and say, that's not scary. I, I can see myself coming there. This would be like you standing here looking north. Now, see this white pillar here? It's so awesome. It's that pillar right behind those doors there. So that's the new welcome center. So we keep a lot of the old nostalgia here where we keep that, and that becomes the welcome center and expands out and monitors on the door so as soon as you walk in, you can see projection and maybe it's our teaching series or something awesome coming up. As soon as you walk in, you're like, hey, you belong here and we create an awesome environment. Here's looking south, so it'd be like you standing by Lori or something and looking south in. This will be an expanded cafe. If you see this here, this will, we're creating two indoor playgrounds for kids. One of our heartbeats is that we want, we're not only building for us, but we're building for the community. And if we create two indoor playgrounds, our heartbeat is that we open it up during the day on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays for moms and stay-at-home moms or single mothers to have a safe place to just allow their kids to come and play, and we can give them Jesus and give you some coffee too. That's awesome. Because right now, In Sturgis, you can go to McDonald's during the winter. That playground's a little nasty, though, okay? We'll try to keep ours cleaner, all right? But a safe place just to come in, moms, and just use it and hang out with your kids. This is a quick rendering of the possibility of what the front could look like with the all glass, just very transparent. And again, go further towards the road. Here's a 3D model. Everything that you see brown is the existing, and then you add everything you see with a white roof is what the new look would look like. So we, you see this middle part? This is how big the lobby becomes. All of that space, a lot of natural light. This would be the office. This is the current gym, which will translate into kids and additional kids. And then from another side, you've got the full-size gymnasium, which will open up to the public schools to use Uh, If they need extra practices, use our space. This is why we build it. And then this right here is storage, and I can see a giant light-up burst. Just lighten that up. No amen on that one? That's my only idea I have for this whole project is just this light-up burst right there. What's awesome as well is um, some of our talks. We're going to try to talk to Wall School and possibly be able to connect our parking lot with their parking lot, still with the gate, and be able to partner with the schools better for other big events that Wall School does that we can partner with. Because one of the things they do is Safety Town, right, during Halloween, and now we can expand it and make it huge. And they've already been asking us. So, uh, some people have been asking us, how can we partner and make that even bigger? And there are thousands of kids that go through Safety Town for Halloween, and. Now we can expand it, and they can come straight into our back forty there, and be able to do greater things with the schools. There's also an, a little place over here. A lot of you don't know exists, but we'll be in talks with the city in order to make another drive in off of Lafayette into our into our church property. Here's a big, big overview of the entire thing, our Come Alive initiative. This is huge. You've got the worship center, the lobby, nice and big. You've got the kids um, in nursery and the nursing room for moms, and there'll be a cry room right there, office, recreation, the youth have that. And then Elevate Studio says, man, you've got a lot of grass out there. I said, yeah, it's a great mowing ministry out there. And... Uh, They said, do you want to do something? And we said, yes, do something, because we want the community to use this. We're not just building it for us. We're giving ourselves away, and we want... Everyone to use our space in the community. And so, what they've designed for us is a walking trail all throughout there with a disc golf course, with a sports field in the middle that we can do uh, rocket football, maybe practices or other soccer practices there. We've done two sand volleyball courts. We've done an outdoor playground and a pavilion. And one of my heartbeats would be that we're able to worship during the summer as a huge community for one service, maybe at 10 30, that we can go and just worship. Outside during the summer, and then the neighboring, um, our neighboring neighbors here are going to be like, What is that crazy church doing? And we want to give them Jesus at the same time. Yeah, and this has been about a 15 month process of just saying, God, where are you leading? We know we need room, we know we need space, but more importantly, we want to help the 26,000. People in a 15-mile radius of where we are right now to find hope and in life into Jesus. Statistically, in St. Joe County, there's 56% in St. Joe County who's on church. So let's cut that in half. That means there's 13,000 people in 15 miles of where we're at that don't know who Jesus Christ is. Our goal is to reach them. That's our goal. But we can't keep doing it in the space we have. A solution right now to help the space is go three services. Expect three services on Easter. I hope we're jam-packed on Easter because it's Resurrection Sunday. We can always go, but eventually we, the lobby is fixed. we got to expand. we got to expand our kids' ministry. We're crammed too much. And imagine this space where we can now broadcast. All you ladies that like Beth Moore and all these other lady Bible studies that get broadcast to churches, we can now host that with this huge environmental screen. I'm a leadership guru. I love Global Leadership Summit and invite all the leaders in our community for a two-day leadership workshop and we'll simulcast that in here and say, we exist for you guys we exist for our community. We don't build just for us. We build for those people who don't know who Jesus Christ is yet. So we are launching this two-year initiative called Come Alive. So turn to your neighbor and say, Come Alive.